What's the nature of your emergency? another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. As I'm sitting here, I'm staring face-to-face at my husband, and he has this brown spot on the very tip of his nose. It's not a brown spot, it's a black spot, and it's just a little grease. He was working on his brakes earlier today, and I thought I would just point that out for you as you listen to this. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out our last episode where Clint and I talk about what our thoughts are when it comes to New Year's resolutions and why we think it's kind of complete bullshit. And for today, I just got off of a client call and I thought that we would talk about ghosts. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. So just sit back, relax and enjoy today's content. The whole reason that this topic of conversation came up was because a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to this same client, and I do all my client calls over Zoom, so we're face-to-face, and both of us were wearing our headsets. We do that because when only one of you is wearing headsets, then there's a lot of background noise, so I encourage it, um, if at all possible. And during this call... I started to hear voices and it wasn't the same as like the interference that we sometimes get when we are listening to something or someone with headphones on. I say that because the feeling that I got when I started, it was it was very distinct. It was these two women that were talking and I couldn't hear exactly what they were saying. I just knew for sure that it was two women. And I'm talking to my client, and as I'm talking, I found myself raising my voice like higher and higher and higher, and I needed to compete with these voices. And it wasn't like this annoying, I want to be louder than you. I got this genuine feeling inside of my chest that like I needed to overpower these other two women that were trying to talk over me. And then it finally dawned on me that my client sitting in front of me probably thought that I was crazy for raising my voice the way that I did. And I had to stop. And I was like, do you hear them? And he's like, what? And I'm like, those two women talking. I'm trying to talk to you and they're talking over me. Like, you can't not hear them. And he sits back in his chair and he says, this doesn't surprise me. And I was like, go on. (laughs) And then he starts explaining to me that the location that he was at actually had several entities and this like curbed my curbed my curiosity because I didn't really understand where he was going with this and he tells me that there's been several other people who have seen heard or experienced different different sightings or different I guess they had ghost stories of their own and he starts telling me each of them. And then he tells me that a couple years ago, he actually had this facility tested. And the the ghost hunter, I guess, had brought out one of those little devices. And they, they actually tracked it. And there were seven entities that they had found inside of this location. And like, okay, like I, I maybe would not have believed that. But the way that I felt with the energy of me needing to compete with these two other women, it wasn't like anything I've ever experienced before. Yeah, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies just hearing about it. And, and I've been to that that place before, and it's really, it's not creepy there, but you can tell when it's 
empty when no one is inside you almost have this weird feeling like the hair crawling on the back of your neck and clint i i don't know about you but i know that us together there was only one other instance where the topic of ghosts have has ever come up for both of us yeah and that goes back to our old house where we were at home i i think we had just went to bed and we were laying in bed and we had two Great Dane puppies in their kennels, all locked up, no way to escape. And all of a sudden, they started barking like crazy. And we go in the room and a TV, it was our workout room, was turned on and it was just a staticky screen. And then our back porch light was on and... and we never turn that on. Yeah, and what Clint is forgetting is that the whole thing with the TV actually happened after the back porch light because Clint and I were cleaning the floors in the workout room. Remember, like, they were puppies, oh, yeah. so we were cleaning up everything underneath their kennels. And I remember you were on one side, I was on the other, and I look up and I said, Clint, like, you need to start remembering to turn this light off. And I was a little agitated and I like slammed my hand on the wall and I shut it off. And then I go back down and I'm mopping and I'm mopping and I look back up and I'm like, Clint, and you stopped and the light was turned back on. I said, see, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't you. (laughs) And I mean, how do you explain that? No, there's no explanation for it. It's that goes just into police work in general. There's so much that I've seen that you go to certain corners in the city I work for and you just you just go there and you know. You know something's happened there. Really? Yeah, it's it's such a strange feeling. I've there's and whether it's been a homicide or I just uh a fatal traffic collision and we joke about it we drive through our city like oh someone's died there someone's died there Mm -hmm. and if that corner could talk and sometimes you're out there and you just have that that feeling that you're being watched Hmm. that sounds really eerie (laughs) yeah it is and i wonder i guess it would just depend on somebody's personal belief system as to just how far these types of situations could really screw with someone's mind. Well, and we've talked about before, our minds are such a powerful thing. Whether you believe in ghosts or not, our minds have the capabilities of feeding off of kind of what you're subconsciously thinking. Yeah, and I couldn't imagine... I mean, lucky for me... um. You know, there was a time, and we've talked about that before, where I used to be so scared to be at home alone by myself. And I can think of that time. And had something like this happened to me, it would have made me scared to be alone for quite a while thereafter. But now it doesn't. It doesn't phase me or bother me at all. And I don't know what that transition has been. I know for like the physical aspect of things, how much more confident I feel in protecting myself. But of course, we can't necessarily protect ourselves from the non-physical beings. And I don't know that it's um, maybe a certain level of doubt in my mind as to 
whether or not there is a, a better or a logical explanation for these types of things happening that it doesn't really bother me and I'm not afraid of it and I don't dwell on it. But I know that there certainly are a lot of people that I know personally that like they would be freaked out. They they would probably have someone come in and do a blessing and, you know, do the whole nine. Yeah. And it depends on your your own beliefs when it comes to that. And, and I've seen it. I've gone to some houses where you see shrines set up to ward off those bad spirits or whatever else it may be, or people move in and they go, I don't like the energy in this house. And they immediately just beat feet and run. Yeah, that reminds me of when we went to Thailand and they have spirit houses in front of every single house. And if you've ever had the opportunity to visit, and if not, I would encourage you to just Google like Thailand spirit houses. Imagine the most beautiful birdhouses, but like 10 times the size. And they're so much more elaborate and they're made out of incredible wood, like teak wood. And they actually give gifts and blessings to the spirits as offerings for safety and protection of their home. And Clint and I, we we try to get one home. It's so hard um, when you're traveling, especially to get things like that. And it, I actually forgot all about it mm-hmm. until just now. <laughs> I did too. We were supposed to put one in our front yard just because we like the aesthetics of it. Well, not only that, but, you know, what does it hurt? If the, if there is anything that could help to protect us or protect our home, like, so be it. It's very true. And all I think of is putting an orange soda sitting on it because that's what you see on a lot of the spirit shrines is the orange soda. I wouldn't even say it's a soda. It's like orange drink that they put on them. Yeah. And it's because it's so readily accessible and so inexpensive and yet such a rich and a giving that would be acceptable for for a spirit house. Yeah, it's at every 7-Eleven and you find those every 50 yards in uh, Thailand. 7-Eleven in Thailand is the best place you could ever go shopping. I think Clint and I went there at least 20 times to 7-Eleven when we were there for two weeks. I, that's probably just in the first week we were there. Imagine going to a 7-Eleven, like our 7-Eleven, only they have things that are mostly not in English. But the cool thing about Thailand is most of the things that they consume or that you can buy as a consumer product, a lot of it is so natural because they don't consume the types of sugars and all of the manufactured and processed foods like we do here in America. So you can spend $5 in American money and you could walk away with like four bags of great loot, which is exactly what we did every time that we went to 7-Eleven. And it's it's like an an all an all stop shop kind of place where you can get food. They have like a panini press. So if you get and that's one of their most popular things is the grilled cheeses. Yeah. And they have different grilled cheeses with like meats and things and you can ask them to warm it up and it's it's customary. That's just what they do there. So they don't look at you funny for for asking and um yeah you can get your toiletries like just so many cool things. But th- we're totally getting off the point (laughs) but even with that and going into those spirit houses even though they don't have like a spirit house out front they have some type of shrine set up and everywhere we went they had the a picture of the king and then a little shrine set up to ward off the bad spirits but also ask to have protection yeah yeah exactly and i think it's so cool getting 
getting to experience different cultures and how people believe and open our minds up and 